Wrestling with Fetish, uh, we are here outside of the SKW compound. It's the first cool night of the year, so we're having a little fire uh, fire pit night after, uh, what, two, three days now of, uh, of shoots um, with my guest, the lovely Coco. Say hi. I will if I can. <laughs> you got the coughs? <clears throat> yes. Clear that throat, girl. Okay. All right. Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> um, well, I hope I can... Let me see if I can get you a little closer. There we okay. go. Okay. I will speak up as well. There we go. There we go. Okay. So, um, yeah, we are... It's uh, kind of happy to say this is your... I think it's your third podcast with us. Yes. We've uh, known each other for quite some time. I don't even... <clears throat> God, how many years now? Six, seven? Like... Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah something like that. I think it's been about six or seven. I, I suck with time, but... um. Let's talk about first what we've been doing is going through all the different kinds of shoots you uh, have been doing with us, and then we're going to go into a variety of different topics because we got a lot of shit to catch up on. Sure. I think your last podcast with us was like three years ago. Yeah. Um, but uh, have you been having have fun? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm having a blast. Fuck it's a good yeah. time. So we shot uh, with Gloss the first day, mm -hmm. which you guys were you already had good chemistry together. Um, Lovely. We shot uh, some zero suit stuff. Can I just say something? Yeah. Gloss was my first ever, of all time, the first actress to ever do a face sitting with me. Really? Yes. Oh. So she popped my face sitting cherry. <laughs> And I'd just like to thank her personally for that. <laughs> All right, go ahead and continue. Well, if anybody's seen Galassa, yeah, you should definitely thank her personally. Um, <laughs> I've taken a face it from her, and it was quite, quite wonderful. It's a nice way to spend the evening. Well, I love it. Um, and I, lo I wish you'd do it again. Yeah, we should. I mean, it's it's a good booty to be, uh, <laughs> to be asleep under. But, um, uh, yeah, no, so we shot with Galassa, and we shot some really cool action stuff. We did some neck snaps, and uh, oh, yeah. we did a really sexy kind of knockout domination video with uh, with stuff that we really haven't gone this far before, folks, with, with some of the implications of the sensuality. We did some, mm, I don't know, like s some of the girls getting so, so excited that you could, it, it was a visible thing you could see. Um, and it, you guys killed it, fucking amazing. And then we shot with uh, Mia, Hope, <coughs> and I think it was your first time with Mia, correct? It was. And what was yes. your impression? Um, she's amazing. She's so... I mean, I like her. I just feel like immediately when I met her, I thought, well, her and I could hang out anytime. I'd love to get a beer with this girl. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. She's oh, awesome. She's going to be joining us for dinner, she's too. Just a, she's a great person. I'm really excited about it. I'm, I'm happy to see her again. We are very proud here at SKW to, I mean, not only hire amazing performers, but we always end up just forming these beautiful friendships with people who uh, we've been so lucky that, like, 99.99% of everyone we've met has been, like, new family, you know? Yeah. And you're obviously one of those, one of those people. Um, and... Uh, uh, and you and I are doing um, uh, some shoots tomorrow. We'll have a full day of yeah. just beating each other's butts, which is going to be fun. <laughs> and then you get to work with Anne-Marie on Thursday. Uh, and then Friday we have Monroe coming in. We have Levon Lux coming in. Um, we're going to do a lot of fun stuff with them. And then Saturday we're going to do some overflow, and then you're heading out. So you're here for it's like gonna a, be a good time. full week, girl. Yeah, love I'm it. excited. Well, this, I know it might be, I don't know, not, I don't know how often you shoot and like when you take your breaks, but mm -hmm. my previous shoot stretch before this was, I think it was about 15 days in a row. For different companies? Of shooting for different companies. So this is, this week just feels like vacation, vacation. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm one of those people who likes to spread shoots out where <coughs> we have enough time to put the time into them that, that they deserve. Mm -hmm. uh, so if we only do two or three a day, that's fine with me. You know, I'd rather do that than try to cram five into one day and they end up lacking, you know, quality or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so far, you I mean, just, I don't even have to say that you've been putting in some amazing performances and it seems like you haven't really skipped a beat. Yeah. And the only unfortunate thing is you had a recent shoulder slash neck thing that went oh. happened to you. Yeah, there's a can, whole story behind can that. Can you tell us? Like, yeah. Oh, man. Should I get... <laughs> how personal can I get As, about this? You don't this? have to name, name names, but you can tell us what happened. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, <clears throat> excuse me. We don't, we don't censor One ourselves moment. here. Yeah, I know, and I need... I was thinking about that Tito's and soda. Um, <laughs> so, I decided... Uh, I had... Uh, well, basically... I had some rage to get out. Not just rage, I guess anxiety. I'm not sure. It was right after, of course, the COVID 2020 mm -hmm. stuff. Um, yeah, because I haven't seen you since way before then. Yeah. I went through all of that as an essential worker, and so I never stopped a minute. I never slowed down for a second. Uh, my work actually got busier, and I ended up being a person that was in charge of helping a lot of people um, that I was sort of responsible for, or, you know, had, had to offer service to, um, in property management. So we ended up just really absorbing a lot of stress and had our own issues. And then in my personal life, I mean, I got kind of, uh, my ex-boyfriend just cheated on me, mm -hmm. like, right when there was a reopen, it was a reopen for him. It's so funny because <laughs> you and I, when you and I spoke <clears throat> on the phone after such a long time, uh -huh. we, 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 you hadn't really heard about what had been going on with me, and obviously I wasn't privy to what, you, what you've been going through, and we kind of shared some similarities. Yeah, um, yeah, I think I called you in tears mm -hmm. multiple times during that period of my life. I'm at, I think I recall that. To get it later. No worries. Uh, but go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I called you and talked to you a lot. We had, yeah, time. we had a long conversation. I forgot about that. We had a lot of conversations. <laughs> you kind of like are well aware of everything. Mm -hmm. So anyway, anyhow, um, yeah, it was not fun. Um, so everything kind of hit at once, you know, the, I mean, the stress of just kind of not knowing what's going on. And I just decided to go ahead and take up jujitsu and Muay Thai and powerlifting all at the same time. Ooh. Because that's the level of energy that I had to expend. <laughs> And um, I have a friend named Deb who is uh, EMS. Mm -hmm. she's, she's also a firefighter. Mm, that's wonderful. And she is somebody who every night does these excruciating workouts. She posts them on her Facebook and it's so to good. get that energy out. So good, mm -hmm. yes. And it's the healthy thing to do. But I think that I, I unwisely went a little too hard and didn't eat enough food because I lost a lot of weight, got very, very lean, very, very like, uh, just very lean and very. Um, fast. I mean, I was enjoying the hell out of it, mm -hmm. but, um, uh, so yeah. So I, I mean, during that time I just, um, and I, I was just going to say, I have a few firefighter friends in Dallas and love them. I just love firefighters. Mm -hmm. I can't, yeah. Um, can't pass that an opportunity to say that. Um, so anyhow, um, yeah. So I, so I was just, uh, doing Muay Thai. I mean, I was sparring three times a week. Um, and for me, just jumping into that from not doing anything like that before it was it was a lot and um i think that me being tired uh and then of course rolling twice a week and and uh power lifting on pretty much a lot of those days and yeah. just 
working I mean I had a very active job as well and so I don't know if it was a night I just wasn't paying attention or what but I got KO'd mm -hmm. and I got KO'd in real life like I um I think you said it was like a kick to the face or something it was a it was a I think it was a right it was a it was just a straight Hollywood punch oh, style shit. punch to the face I mean and um I didn't move out of the way fast enough, and it snapped my head back. Shit. And I, um, the, the kid had a fight, like, the next day or the, the day after, I think, or something like that. It was Friday night. Was he going he too had, hard in your He opinion? had a fight in the ring. My instructor was just kind of standing there behind my shoulder just screaming because he knew me. He, <clears throat> he knew, and he told a lot of the guys, she has a lot of aggression. She's got a lot of energy. Like, you don't have to go soft with her. Because the other girls would kind of show up and they were scared, whatever, like, you know, kind of held back. I showed up with some serious energy. Like, I just, like, I showed up with some serious rage and I was like, let's fucking go. Like, I have been doing this modeling for years, but I never took the opportunity to actually join a fighting gym. And I was like, what the heck is this? And so, as soon, and that's really what was on my mind most of the time everything was shut down. It was like, you know, I've always wanted to go, like, get some gloves on mm -hmm. and I've never done that just on my own time so anyhow but yeah it was a it was a good it was a hearty uh it was a hearty right to the face uh beautifully done Shit. perfectly executed the young man was a, he was oh god maybe 22 or 23 and just in the top of his game and I loved it and I and we were all prepping him for the fight you know and he so he was he was yeah it was it was a whole drill we were doing um Anyway, when that happened, my head snapped back. I felt a shock all the way to the heels of my, oh my feet. God. And then my knees went limp, and I stood there for a minute, and I was like, uh, something's wrong. So I, You didn't actually go out, Al. You just kind of were stunned? I or? was just, like, stunned. Okay. Uh-huh. And then I, I finished it with him, but very guarded. Like, I wasn't trying oh, you didn't to throw call, shit. you didn't call a stop? No, because I, I might have. I It's hard for me to remember. Anyhow, I, I I might have. Jesus. I thought I had finished it with him, though, that I kind of, like, just was kept my guard and then sat there, and then I limped through one more round with another partner. Limped through it. I mean, I just... Crazy. It was, like, it was like night and day, because, like, every... You know, every other time I've just always dr like drive forward or you know been aggressive and like whatever. So, anyhow, yeah. After that, that was it. That was done. I had a concussion. I had a uh, bulging disc at my C5, and mm. I had a, a like nearly herniated disc at my C6. Shit. And um, yeah, I figured those you must are have a concussion. Yeah, yeah. Th those will those will go like those will paralyze you. Yeah, mm -hmm. if they. So I I. Uh, was in really bad shape for four months. Um, really bad shape, like just like uh, it, I can't. I mean, arm was going numb. Um, I had trouble walking, <laughs> and it was not. It was there was a few other things that happened when you get like that whole nerve system fucked up, and I. I was, uh, you know, of course, dealing with the concussion and the heat of Texas. God loved Texas. It was like 109 degrees in mm. the traffic, and I had a fucking horrible concussion. And I, um, I think I had, I, 
I can't remember how far I, I went, but eventually I kind of let that job go and I went and got a remote job just so that I could kind of survive and work at the same time because I was, <clears throat> and I was really grateful that there were so many remote jobs. But anyway, so it took me a while to recover from that. Um, started lifting again and then uh, decided, you know, just kind of dealing with all that. It's like, well, I love, there's an, I, there was nothing I loved more than doing Muay Thai in my life. So I lost that for now because I need to take it easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know so. what? I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to do my best to get in good shape. And um, I'm going to go back to modeling because, you know, modeling is why I wanted to do it. There's nothing I love more than doing it uh, as a sport or yeah. as a fitness practice. I and wouldn't I was, say I was, I was kind of terrified. good enough to be sport I in the sport, but yeah. yeah. And I hadn't heard from you in such a long time that I was like, oh, fuck, what if she got out of the game? Like, <laughs> I, you know, so I, I think that was one of the first times I reached out to you. And yeah. I think every couple of weeks I'd be like, hey, you doing okay? Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, I had a bad concussion. It was mm. terrible. I've never had anything like that before. So, and the thing is, is a lot of people, are, you know, a lot, of, a lot of you guys actually play football. Y'all, like, play... Um, all kinds of sports, you get slammed and you have like 16 concussions by the time you graduate high school. You know, like there's a ton of guys who out there who are like, oh yeah, concussion, whatever. But like, it was just my first concussion. And so for me, they rocked me. And it was, but it was, I was doing what I loved the most. So, you know, what can you say? But I just, um, well, yeah, we, I just decided, in, you know, why not come back? Yeah. Let's go. I'm glad you did. Because I honestly, <laughs> when you, and it was so, it was almost like an impossible task. Yeah. We kept getting cursed. You know, like at first you were like, I want to come back. And then you're like, yeah. oh, shit, I have this injury now. Yeah, yeah, uh, Okay, yeah, it's yeah. not as bad as I thought it was. Oh, wait, no, I went to my doctor. It is, it is as bad it as I thought bad. it was. It is bad, yeah. And then it, you almost came close to, to not coming this time. And I, mm -hmm. I think it's because I got a phone with you. I'm like, look, girl, we are going to tailor, Nervous. make these yeah. scripts to make sure that you don't have to take any. <laughs> well, there was, and I'll tell you what, there was another production studio I worked with in another genre. And I um, got bear hugged and whipped around. And it was like the first shoot that I came back to do. And I was in the producers, because I had been staying with them at their house, I was in their bathtub the next day sobbing because Jesus. my neck hurt so bad. And, I, and my legs were tingling and I was just crying. And like, I was like, I didn't want my legs to go numb. And I was, I was just scared. And I think that that freaked me out. Um, and so I, you know, and I ended up in the ER the next, you know, like that, night because it, it wouldn't like it persisted and, it, and my family got kind of upset they were like you know like what it what's going on like you need to go check this out and it was okay it ended up just kind of relaxing but it just fired that nerve up yeah and um and the and so I just had to kind of be careful and I've just been communicating with people and since then that was the only instance really um since then things have been fine I've been treating you like a piece of china this yeah, week. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I, I know it's, it's been... probably annoying. <laughs> no, you know what's great about it is, uh, what's the old saying? Um, something, something, the, the mother of uh, necessity. What is it? Um, fuck, what's the old saying? Something, the mother... Uh, uh, necessity is the mother of invention. Mm -hmm. Or something like that. Sorry yeah, if I got that wrong. Yeah. But to me, that's the fact that we had to scale back the power moves made us reach out and to be more creative. Yeah. You know, so like we went from like oh instead of getting a, a, a you know a body slam well let's have you be Supergirl and and my my partner Faith kisses you with kryptonite lips you know yeah we did more intense sensual stuff where you mm -hmm. don't have to be fucking whipping around a room 
Yeah. And it's, I mean, the content has been fantastic, so. And you can attest to this, for the most part, since I've started doing this years ago, I have always just tried to be game for whatever. Sure. Like, that's always my MO. That's my attitude. I'm like, whatever we're doing, let's go. Let's, do let's it. fucking do it a thousand percent. This mm -hmm. shit is fun. And like, and so, um, it's, it's just rough. It's hard for me to have to say no, but you know, I don't have a choice and I like, I really appreciate and you know, when, when you work with me, like it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, that brings me to the next question and it's not me tooting my own horn, but I do like to hear the answer to this question because I have spent so much time kind of really creating or cultivating not just content, but a good experience for visiting models, mm -hmm, you know, uh, mm -hmm. and how would you stack your SKW experience uh, versus, you know, other, other kind other of... Other people? Yeah. yeah I'm not, yeah. not trying to say like name names, but I mean, uh, you know, how are we doing for you? You're doing fantastic. Um, and I always appreciated the drive, like how you utilize, you don't let a single thing go to waste. Mm -hmm. Not a room, like every room in your house you can shoot in everything is accommodating for the people in your house and then the schedule's accommodating and your communication is you know it's on point mm -hmm. like i always know what the plan is but there's not pressure um i feel like i probably put more pressure on myself and y'all are more relaxed and um i don't know i mean it, it, it's always like a fantastic visit and i know that my very first visit i mean I even from like since the beginning i was like immediately felt like I was going to visit friends. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 It was awesome. I was like, oh, this is like going to visit an old friend. And I just met this guy. Like, this is crazy. This That's is really great. awesome. That's yeah. Good. yeah. Yeah. And I felt the same way with you. I was like, this is already like, uh, you know, we must have known each other in a previous life or some shit. <laughs> yeah, because probably. It's that instant like, oh sure shit, this is like we not... You probably knocked me out in a previous life. <laughs> or vice versa. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. We have some good stuff tomorrow. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, we, have, um, uh, we have a bunch of, uh, I think we have some low blow stuff. We have some sensual stuff. Uh, we have, uh, I think, uh, more like semi-pro where I'm doing lots of pins and stuff. It's going to be a we blast. We love the low blows. <laughs> Bring more low blows on. I got like a request today because I just started a Twitter last night. Yes, congratulations. <laughs> and I... We're going to plug that at the very end, so stick around, guys. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, but yeah, and they were just, I got some messages. People are like, low blows. And I was like, yeah, I should just do just like a video that is just nothing but oh low dude blows. i've had every kind of low blow i've had girls who just do the self-inflicted ones or <laughs> there's somebody who's attacking who's invisible and they're just like on the ground holding their crotch in pain and that shit sells like crazy just hit yourself in the pussy with a mm -hmm. long chair yep God i walk into it. walk into a rake and like, <laughs> boom, right to the ground um but uh this is great because it's going to open up uh, a kind of a new world for you to work in especially doing solo customs and stuff like that it's I'm a really excited. good way to make money and it's, it's exciting i'm sure guys will pay you to just literally like here wear panties and and just show me your booty and i'll pay you fucking <clears throat> you know x amount of money for that nice like it's it's, yeah. it's easy stuff i mean i'm a male talent and i yeah. i'm currently going to a hotel this weekend that a guy paid for for me to just do solo customs where i'm That's a victim awesome. so yeah yeah it's it's a great way to make money but um uh let's continue um uh, we're going to definitely take care of your neck, make sure that you're safe this week. Uh, <laughs> yes. But uh, that's that's a crazy thing. We live in such an interesting culture where, especially with our pop culture and our movies and, 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 and TV shows, where you see these guys exchanging punches for like 35 minutes in a, in a fist fight. And they just get up and walk away. And we don't realize that taking a punch can fuck you up. I like, think about it every single time I see anything like that ever since then. Because it was herniated. There's no disc height on that side of the whole 
thing. And like, so there are days it, when I can literally just feel it just standing there. And when I go to like a UFC fight or I see people even fucking around and like, I've even had, unfortunately, a few of my friends had a few too many and try to get into a fight right in a bar now. or a concert. And I'm just like, mm, no, go to the like, hospital. don't do it. You don't know what could happen. You can go any which way, darling. I know you think you're real tough, but like, but you know, like it's, it's true. And, and then the, and then it makes you just respect not only those who've dedicated time to the practice and to the sport. Like, it's just like, I don't know. They just become like demigods to me. I'm just like, you guys are the shit. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I we just went to a party at Mia Hook's place and there was a, a huge TV playing like that night's UFC fights. Yeah. It's fucking, I was just watching it. it and wincing. I was like, God damn, man. It's it's, my some of these strikes are just brutal. Well, um, ever since I moved to, to Dallas, you know, my thing that I loved to do was just to go have a cigar and a whiskey at the UFC fights. And that, like, I don't give a shit if there's friends or if it's just me alone, you're literally. such a dude. Having, like, <laughs> I, that's my me time. Yep. Cigar <laughs> and whiskey. That's the only sport I will go to watch. I, unfortunately, I'm sorry to all the football fans and whatever, lacrosse. Oh, uh, they'll be fine. <laughs> They'll, be, they'll get over it. I, I've never been a sports guy. Uh, the only sport I watch is with my father because it's such a uh, bonding thing is whenever yeah. the World Cup happens. Yes, you know, yes. Like he'll come over, we'll I put can. on all the games, put on, yeah. make food, you know, mm -hmm. drink, have shots of aguardiente yeah. and all that shit. My family does that too. Yeah, yeah, that's the shit. And I, it's, it's the least exciting sport. I mean, literally, it's like an entire game could have one point struck, you know, but yeah. you're, you're still kind of like into it. Uh, but yeah, that's as far as I go with sports. Um, I, tried to go, I went to a Timbers game, but unfortunately, we were so trashed. By the time they finished the national anthem, that they had, we had to go. Oh damn! <laughs> we were fucked up. <laughs> At least you're cognizant. But I feel to be like, like I gotta get the it fuck was, out of here. We were in the spirit of the thing because most people just get that fucked up and stay. Tailgating is dangerous. We were like, whoo! Tailgating yeah. will lead to some fucked up shit. <laughs> some fucked time. up fans. Love soccer. Uh, but let's talk about you. We we uh, we went through two podcasts. I was listening to a few of them um, just to kind of catch up. But we talked about your private kinks, your own. Uh, submissive slash dominant, you know, a point oh, on yeah. the spectrum. And mm -hmm. uh, have you discovered anything new about yourself since then, like yeah. uh, kink-wise, or is there? Are you still kind <laughs> of on the same, like leaning more towards submissive, or? Yeah, I'm definitely like a brat masochist submissive, and I, um, I would say that I wish I did more sessions with mm. a dominatrix or dom. Like I haven't really done a lot because I just simply haven't had time. I've been really busy, but I'm definitely, um, I don't know That's it's probably going to have to be on higher on my to-do list this year. Well, we have a custom tomorrow. That's very, it's, uh, it's the sensual one, but it's okay. a lot of verbal dominance and a lot of, uh, physical dominance. Yeah. Uh, which one of those two do you think, do you, do you find more appealing or, or are they kind of both like, you know, on the same level for you? I like both. Mm -hmm. I love talking shit, and I love learning new ways to talk shit. So, <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, because you were asking me for lines earlier. Like, what would Coco like, say? What would I say? She's like, I'm I not usually the winner. Very really often, really wanted but. to decimate you. Yeah, I'm always this like you know stupid, cheerful heroine mm -hmm. who thinks this and that and the other thing, and then gets fucked up because she's dumb. And like I. I've always wanted to be a villain. I've all like that's I've always told people that like I can't wait until I get cast in more villain roles because I just want to cackle like a witch and punch someone in the face. Mm -hmm. But like you know the the other side to that is that I also of course 
you know, love impact play. I'm not going to lie. Like, I had pierced nipples when I was doing Muay Thai, mm -hmm. and I got punched in the tits a lot and in the face and the stomach and some of those stomach punches turned me on mm -hmm. like it totally happened and uh, <laughs> some had, of yeah. those like yeah i've the, had fans ask me that hey man yeah. uh, do any of these girls really like x y and z and sure i never name names but i'm always just like yeah dude i i've had girls literally uh you know back when i was kind of uh, single yeah you know i've had girls go you know because i i used to do flogging and used to do stuff like that for some mm -hmm. bdsm parties and mm -hmm. stuff and impact play and I had one girl who asked me to, to this one girl was like oh I want you to blindfold me and just mm -hmm. punch me in the stomach mm -hmm. and I don't want to see it coming yeah and so we talked about it and I was like okay we'll do a little private session got a yeah. blindfold on her tied her arms back and then she was just like in heaven yeah like in but even that's very soft to me <laughs> mm -hmm. like for me it's sexy to the it's sexy sometimes with certain energy of like of some of the, the, the people that you spar with, it's heated, it's close, you're learning from them, you're watching them, you're reading them, you're looking at each other's eyes, you're looking at their collarbones so they don't hit you and mm -hmm. surprise you. You know, but you're checking every point of their body and all of their micro movements. Like you are so tuned into that person that you're learning them and you're learning them. You have to learn them fast to make it, you know, to, for any of it to last. And so, you know, it's like every punch is like a, it's like a communication. It's, and it's like a, it's so much, but like definitely just like the impact of it. it it's like, I don't know why, but there's just a kink in my brain that it just turned me on sometimes. Well, so you got a like, mixture oh, of... And I like the pain. Yeah, you have a mixture of that. You have a mixture of the enjoyment of the pain. Your endorphins yeah. are fucking flying. Oh, yeah. Uh, and at the same time, you know, if you're, if you're being, if you're losing, mm -hmm. you know, especially if, like, it's a stage thing, but you're still taking yeah. the hits, it's like, oh, shit, all these three things combined into one. I like the aggression. Mm -hmm. I like, yeah, I like the fire of it. Like, you know, that I understand that, you know, for some, like, I understand kind of just sitting there and maybe taking a few hits, and that might be kind of sensual. But like, I like, I like how much fighting is like fucking. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, that's a part yeah, of it. Yeah, especially wrestling. Yeah, wrestling yeah, yeah, is a direct yeah. correlation to that. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. we were doing great fighting pins where I'm like, shit, if there was a strap on in this scene, it would be a completely different <laughs> uh, scene. Yeah. Um, and I, I've had people actually tell me like. But getting punched in the stomach is different than getting like into a jujitsu role and getting locked up and being fucked and you mm -hmm. can't get out of it. That's also kind of like there are just so many different ways. There's do so you, many do different. Do you do things. the breath play at all? The breath play, like getting slowly knocked out or choked or. Uh no, I don't do any of that. Okay. No, I don't chloroform myself. Well, not real, not for real, obviously, but like you know, there's some women that I've met and men too yeah. who are like they like getting the pressure, they like feeling oh the choked sorry. out the, and yeah, all the slow, that. like they see the yeah. spots and they get very euphoric and. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes they just like to being held on the edge of it as opposed yeah. to like being knocked out completely. Yeah. Uh, so it, I think I like being choked a little bit, but mm -hmm. I, but, um, if I've never done that, like where, yeah, you kind of edgy, edge yourself, mm -hmm. like, well, it's dangerous to do it by yourself. Yeah. I think if you have a partner who knows what they're doing, it's, yeah, that's a different thing. Probably. Uh, I've heard of horrible things happening when people try to like, you know, do a rope and do self pleasure yeah. and it's not not a good you know autoerotic asphyxiation yeah. can go south really quickly for sure um but uh but yeah no um i think i was i've been choked with a rope before and it was nice um it was nice i liked it but i wouldn't say that like i yeah i wouldn't say that i seek out like kind of going to un unconsciousness no not and I, it's funny my name is <laughs> I, 
am I am sleeper kid, and yeah. I'm terrified of being knocked out for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People ask me all the time, like, oh, well, you're sleeper kid. So how many times has, has a girl, you know, squeezed you until you pass out? I'm like, never. No, we, this is all light, you know. Yeah, we do the yeah, light yeah. Play. yeah. There's some girls, Sumiko, we did a match once where she had to knock me out with a triangle choke, and she has these small little legs, and so in order to get that lock on me, she had to really cinch it. We and love Sumiko. Oh, yay! We all we yes. love Sumiko. <laughs> I think the entire world is saying yes right now. <laughs> they're nodding. Can we just take a moment to appreciate? They're like nodding while they're while they're on the uh, on the we plane. We love us some that. Sumiko. Yes. You, yes. Uh, and because your noise in the background, I have two dogs playing, so I know. we're not they shooting were, a clip. You were talking about ASMR earlier, and they had like both picked up a pine cone and started chewing on it. I was like, there you go. So. Um, but uh, yeah, and so out of the you know obviously since. The last time we spoke, you've gotten to shoot different scenes, different producers. Um, are there any particular themes or, or kinds of, of shoots that you find more exciting personally than others? Or <clears throat> I mean, I just love action. I love fighting. I um, I personally have always enjoyed the like a bloody death fetish, mm. like the, as realistic as you can get with like all of the makeup and all that bullshit. Which is you know I've never really worked on a set that's like halt like anywhere close to Hollywood level of realism, but like, um, I love a good, I love a good campy, fantastic, gory, dramatic, cheesy murder. I do love those. Those and are, you're really good at them. They're too. hella fun. They're yeah. so much fun. It's, I love it. The first clip, uh, my fans have been great because like they'll, they'll literally send me content. Like a scene from Band of Brothers or something. Yeah. I'll have yeah. guys who send me clips, not full clips, but they'll send me like little samples and be like, have mm. you worked with this girl? You know, my ex-wife, the only reason I knew about, found out about her was because someone said, you've got to work with this person. You yeah. check her out. And I was like, holy shit, let me yeah. call her up. Uh, and someone sent me a long time ago a couple of clips that you had done for some of the death fetish stuff. And uh, death fetish, watching it is not really my thing. Yeah. But the process of getting into, you know, like if you're doing a scene where you're beating someone up and you knock them out a bunch of times and then you do the kill, uh -huh. I'll watch the knockouts because that's I, that's one of my jams. I'm like, oh, cool, the knockouts, she's really good at that. But you were doing these amazing strangulations and really like long long ones like where you were you know you were taking yeah. hits to the face where some girl was slamming you down and you were really like shaking your body and i was like damn this person's really got the psychology and that's rare i love it know? yeah there's i think i annoyed some people recently by like sending i was like i made them sit down i was like listen this is the best death scene of any movie i've ever seen and like they were like why are you what are, why are you doing you, why are you and like I this <laughs> I was like, listen, you have to watch these three scenes. They're incredible. Can't you just show me like a cartoon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that, no, I know. I would show them happy tree friends, Flo. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, it's always so much fun. And like, uh, I just think that the, the, uh, the more raw and just like messed up and dirtier you can make a death, the more fun it is. So, yeah, no, no, I think, and, me up. and that's something Whatever. we talked about a lot on the podcast is the taboo of like a death fetish, of, yeah. you know, uh, and there's evil a couple, dead, oh, you have an evil dead tattoo. Yes, like that's such like such a perfect example. Yes, of I it. do. And this I mean, is actually is more so symbolic of like, I went through a period where I almost died and, and I, I fought a lot of demons to get out of that yeah. kind of funk. Yeah. And the idea of that as a tattoo, cause that's one of my favorite horror movies, if not my favorite horror movie of yes. all time. But this simple, symbolic nature of like, here's a man who is kind of a wisecracking ass who ends up slaying these demons. And I'm like, yeah. I saw a lot of what I went through in that. Yeah. You know, and so when I went to go get the tattoo, I explained that to the artist and she was like, that's a great, great idea. You yeah. Know? Uh, and so she helped me design the entire thing, that's the trees awesome. and everything. Chainsaw. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I, uh, 
I we talked about the taboo of it, and yeah. the the because there's people out there who see death fetish, and for them that's just a little too much. You know, it's just like, oh, I don't want to fantasize about someone actually dying. Blah blah mm. blah. Uh, we're in. Oh, we'll see. And now that I think that that's where I, that's where I depart from the fetish side of it. I simply like enjoy the hell out of making that type of movie, but I don't personally have like the sexual fetish of being, you know, it's stabbed like to thrill. death or beaten yeah. with a scythe or whatever the hell. Yeah. 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 I, I, and people ask me too, like, Hey, are you sexually turned on by what you shoot? And I'm like, for the most part, not really. Like I'm so concerned with getting the shots right and making sure. Everything's right. Well, and see, the, but the, the in between of that is a lot of it is fun. Yeah. And, no, yeah. and if I'm watching it later, like, I'll be well, like... no, but we have fun. Yeah, yeah. we have fun. And there's yeah, some yeah. scenes I'll watch later, I'm like, that's hot. Mm -hmm. It came out really good. Yeah. At the time I'm filming it, I'm like, okay, is the light right? Is yeah. her arm in the right place? Yeah, or is, she, yeah. is she doing the right eye roll? You know, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and sometimes when it clicks and you flow and you, you like you said, you're, like, you're kind of like, oh, I see, I see, I mm -hmm. can see. Okay, this is kind of hot. Okay. Or you make it hot. But it's not yeah. necessarily your fetish. But you, you're like, oh, okay, I get you, I get mm -hmm. you. And yeah. it's all about how you shoot it. If I'm doing a strangulation scene and someone's face down, for example, I make sure to get like the bare feet because I know mm -hmm. guys out there love feet. Yes. Or the booty kind of like shaking and like, you know, yeah. twerking on the ground because she's trying to get out of it and just yeah. get those kind of titillating shots and it turns it more into an erotic thing. Yeah. Um, and that's what I guess separates it from Hollywood because in Hollywood they just kind of go for the death shot. They're like, you know, yeah. there it is. Someone got their throat slit. They fall to the ground. Yeah. That's it. But there's so many movies these days that like sneak in this sweet little fetishy, kinky ass little whisper and and I'm and like it just makes your little lights like your little green light you're like ah we me and my that partner, looks like work to me me and my that partner, looks like yeah. work <laughs> my partner and I will be watching a movie yeah. and we'll grade the the knockouts we'll uh -huh. be like we'll put somebody in a sleeper but they or just the way a woman falls they yeah. like you know or her shoe falls off you see anything you know or it just it just shows up all the time or the way something happens it's like there's oh, a show called banshee fetish. that we've been getting into that's uh that's old, so an old show but there's all these sleeper holds in that show uh -huh. but you see the, the, the victim kind of fall out of frame mm -hmm. and so we're on the couch like no 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 you have to follow them down what the fuck yes you know? yeah uh, or the chloroform is like five seconds long we're like what are you doing you yeah know? yeah yeah um so yeah it's different when you when you you know fucking you you see somebody milk it a little bit and then they're like ah or a limp a up. limp carry that she, they just literally walk away from the shot you're like oh you just lost all, all kinds of viewers brother <laughs> um, but uh but no so, so many people walked away from um that. uh but yeah so uh so in terms of, is there anything that you've shot where in the moment you're like, okay, this is actually sexy for me? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, I think that that's how fetish has well, taught Galas me. Well, face sitting aside. <laughs> I know, right? That's my new fetish. Just kidding. Glossesbutt.com. And, um, you know, yeah, I think that that's, that's like the many ways that I have, that fetish has gotten, like helped me get to know myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember even in the beginning just, like, getting tied up with rope and, like, I'm like, why am I getting sleepy? Or why? And then and then I was like... It's like a calm coat for it, humans, yeah. Yeah, and then I was like, why why am I wet? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just getting tied up. This is weird. And I kind of got it and I was like, oh, okay, okay. I, I like rope. I like rope play. That's why. I see. Like, you know, so it was just kind of like little things that you just have to do for work. And then you're like, okay, whatever, that's weird, but I don't care. And then... And then you kind of realize, like, oh, this, this, I'm reacting to this. I'm responding to this. It's, it's interesting how that happens. I've, I've gotten really good in the last 10 years, and I only say it because it's taken me 10 years to do it, at doing verbal domination, at whispering mm -hmm. the right things, at mm -hmm. saying certain things, okay. uh, certain touches, combined with that. And I've had certain models that I've worked with where we'll cut, and they're like, that was fucking really hot. Do, does anyone ever request audio files of verbal domination only? No, no, no. 
Uh, it's always been the action has to be. You have to have a film. You have to have an image as well. I, I toyed with the idea of doing just uh, scenes of uh, or just audio files of, of uh, women reading like a wrestling story or something, and like hmm. throwing in the sound effects. You yeah. Know, like, and then I got punched in the stomach, and you grunt and groan. Yeah. And I just haven't had time to really do it. Voice actors. Yeah. Yeah, we have so much video content. We don't have time to really do anything on the side. But that's something. If I have some free time, just have a girl over. You know what? Them, you know yeah. what you need. You need some fans to DJ some songs for. You. Some fucking sweet, mm-hmm. some sweet. I've like, had, I've had friends. Oh, I've had fans send us uh, music that goes into our, oh that kind impact, of stuff. Oh, yeah, some yeah, yeah, impact yeah. on in there, you know, mm-hmm. and then a beat drop. <laughs> that could work. That could work. Could be new, your new intro music. But uh, <laughs> well, well, tell us about some of your newer shoots. Like, has there been anything that that's been a standout for you? Where like this was just a lot of fun. Like, oh. maybe people can keep their eye out for it. Um, I just, I really love working with Alex Cole and, um, and... And what do they produce? Uh, Angela Summers. Um, just, we just did a couple shoots, honestly, and I think we're, we might be doing some more. Um, what were the, what was the theme? But we, um, we did sleepy stuff. It was real gentle, and it was just like... I just love their energy. I mm. love I love working with them. I've met Angela several yeah. times. She's really sweet. She's incredible. Mm. And She's beautiful. Like, oh my god. Classy lady. God. Just gorgeous. Classy um, lady. So so yeah, so um and then I guess honestly, I bet I when I, I I've come back and done more like I've done more of the same. So I haven't had a lot of new experiences per se. Um I would say that I really just enjoy seeing the people that I work with before, and and like, like you said, it's family. Mm-hmm. So you go back and you're just like, oh God, I love, I love these people. I freaking love hanging out with them. I love hanging in between breaks, going for drinks after we shoot, whatever. Like I just, I, like these people are my fam, mm-hmm. and it, and it's re- it was it's really nice. I love well, it. that's why FetishCon was always such a blast for us, yeah. and we just went to the to the new one. They're, they took like a two year break because of uh, of COVID, mm-hmm. uh, and it feels like a kinky Thanksgiving. You, know, <laughs> you get to see all the people in your I other wish family. Wish gone. Oh, yeah. next year we'll make yeah. it happen. Yeah. Like uh, we'll get a B and B and like yeah. fucking share it. Yeah, shoot some stuff. But like it was just so great to just walk around and just constantly bump into. Oh my God, I haven't seen you in fucking forever. How have you been? Yeah. You're beautiful. You know and. Uh, <laughs> And it's this great other family that you choose, yeah. you know, and yeah. that you can be a hundred percent open with, you know. Well, some of the bar conversations. You know what? I feel like the thug life chose us, but. Well, we did talk about. <laughs> we're kinky as hell. We're kinky as hell. And we were just born this way. But we also mentioned. <laughs> but we that, all came together. <laughs> and the reason that we kind of stay looking youthful is because we've kind of found this loophole where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we get to do this for money. Yeah, yeah. Not just lifestyleists. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, we'd be doing this anyway, or we'd figure it out eventually, you hope. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, we were blessed to find this little little family, this community. I mean, the first 10 years of my life, I kept expecting to, to see men dressed in black outside going like, all right, you're having too much fun at this life thing. <laughs> you're going to have to go work at a cubicle like everyone else. <laughs> and luckily, that never happened. Yeah, um, that's good. The IRS got their cut, and they left me alone. Yeah, so. well, um, for now. <laughs> but, but yeah, so yeah. Uh, COVID, you know, that was a big thing. Um, it still is, in my opinion. You know, we're still not over it, but it's, you know, at least we're a little more relaxed. 
uh, you're here, you know, mm -hmm. you're able to travel. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's been some new stuff that, that has arisen in the community, um, and I wanted to get your opinion on it from, a, from an outsider. So there's been okay. some kinks. We've talked a lot about what are the kinks that you'll never do. You know, like, what are kinks that you wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole? What the hell? How can what you even you, predict that? Well, what would you say is something, like, is there anything out there that you've uh, been proposed to do that you were like, no, no that's, that's kind of, like, a little too much for me? No. Well, good. That's good. <laughs> like, I just told you before. Okay, so, like, yeah, I would, no, I, would, I don't think it was you. I think it was, I think that it was, I just mentioned to the girls that, like, I normally, and since I've ever, since I started this stuff, I've never said no. I love being able to just show up and because it is fantasy video, mm -hmm. whatever it is, like we just make it, we make it, we create whatever the hell we want. That is the, that's the kink for mm -hmm. me. The kink is I can do what we can do, whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. And it's the shit. And like for me to get this stupid injury of my own volition, like I, I feel kind of annoyed and angry that I have to say no for the first time. You know what I mean? That I have to say, well, I've got to slow down. But like, I told her, like, if if it wasn't for that, that's the only thing that would have pulled me back. Mm -hmm. If I didn't have this, I would just be like, like when before I had this, I was down for whatever. I was down for people sticking, you know, knives and and playing with gun, like gunplay, knife play, blood play, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there yeah. wasn't. It wasn't, uh, ah, thank you. It wasn't anything, you know. More wood on the fire. That meant more than what it was. It doesn't mean any more than what it is. And what it is is fantasy video. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean anything more than that. And so therefore we can do whatever the hell we want. It's cartoons. So let me ask you this. In that sense. I'm going to propose a couple of kinks to you. Morally speaking. That I'll, I'll propose the kink to you and then describe it. And you tell me, okay, I, I would probably give that a try. Okay. Uh, there's been some. It's interesting in in our own community. There's been some stuff that's. So you're come saying up. if someone, if I got this custom in my inbox, would you say yes or no? Was I say yeah. Okay. And, and, the, and the price was right. Oh yeah. I mean, the depending, price is right. depending on what the content too. Like, what if what if it's like I, there's no, no amount of money that you're gonna pay Honestly, me that's gonna do this. That's the first question is how do we price this? But go exactly. ahead. Go ahead. So uh, I'll name a couple of taboos because we've uh, we've been in, 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 uh, encountering stuff on Twitter through different producers of women and, and men doing certain customs that even I. Okay. Kind of wince a little bit at and go okay. like, I don't know if I would ever do something like that, even for like a million dollars. Yeah. Uh, one of them is age play. What is age play? So age play is, this is interesting, I'm so glad I get to teach you new <laughs> stuff. Age play is, uh, and correct me, if I, if I don't get this exactly right, guys, please email me if I, you know, I know you guys usually do. Like, we want angry emails. <laughs> don't half-ass this email. How dare you, sir? Don't hold back. But, uh, right. you know, go you ahead. playing, <laughs> you in a diaper, pretending to be a little little baby. You know, okay. being changed, being sexually oh, yeah. stimulated, you know, like... Okay. And for some people, the idea... As they, an adult woman. As an adult woman. But pretending to be an, a baby in okay. a diaper, so regression. Mm -hmm. Regression. And then sexual play with a regressed, regressed adult woman. Mm -hmm. Sexual play with a regressed There's adult woman. There's over... And that's the fetish. Oversized cribs you can sit in. They put yes. you in real diapers. Gotcha. Some of the more extreme ones will actually have you poop gotcha. your diapers or pee your diapers, and they'll change you. Gotcha. Um, and then, of course, the uh, the big no-no for a lot of people is the sexual stimulation with gotcha. the implication that you're doing it to a regressed child. Okay. So how would you look at something as taboo as that? Okay, so how do we price this? I mean, I'm assuming you could, you would price it through the roof, you know, because it's very, very taboo and very exclusive. But, mm -hmm. like, you know, is that something that certain amount of money would make you go like, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. For a certain okay. amount of money. All right. Yeah. 
Okay. Depending on how they priced it, I mean, especially if there was a really high price on it, then um, here's the deal. I have my limits. Everyone mm -hmm. knows what they are. If they need a reminder, I'll go ahead and remind them. Mm -hmm. And so as long as, as a real life consenting adult woman, as long as everyone respects my limits for work, then I would do the job. And your limits, if I remember correctly, uh, you won't do uh, penetration. That's right. And yeah. uh, what were the other ones? It was uh... um, just no, yeah, just just a soft court. You know, no no fluid exchange or penetration. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, um, you know, think the risk factors. Yeah, I don't have to go bother with okay. being tested and all that business. I just want to do. I just want to. I want to do the job, and I want to not worry. I want it to be a fun job. And what about? Let's see. Another one that pops up a lot when I get that I say no to is rape fantasy, which is the uh, okay, you're unconscious, or you've been beaten down, or you're being held down, and you're getting you know whether yep. it's real or not. You know, mm -hmm. it, it could be simulated, where you're getting fucked and mm -hmm. you're being raped. Is that something that you you know you would still do? Yep. Okay. It's priced right within my limits as a worker. And I'm not I'm yes. not staging these questions to shine a negative light on anybody. No. It's just for No, I've done it. For I've, certain well, I mean, people. I've done that. Yeah, I think you already, already did. Yeah. I've done a shit ton of rape porn. Now that I think about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but for, I'm just trying to say that for some people, those are yep. really touchy. Okay. Really touchy. Cool. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a job to me, and I'm an actress, and mm -hmm. I will do the job. If, now, it's, if I am paid right. Now, yeah. here's the one that might throw you. Or maybe not. And I'm safe. It and everyone not. involved is yeah. safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But. There are certain things that I can't bring myself to do or say, you know. Okay. Uh, maybe it's, uh, I'm just speaking for myself here. Okay. But like for the way, not just the way that I was raised, but kind of like the attitude I have towards the opposite sex and, and the level of respect that I have for my, my workers or my, my co-workers uh, and my co-actors. Yeah. Uh, I've had people ask me like, well, why don't you call them a dirty fucking slut whore? And I'm okay. like, mm, not something I really want to incorporate into yeah, the yeah, wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I defeat you in my videos, it's because you are an equal wrestler, not because you are a lesser sex. Sure. And so that's one of my no-nos is, you know, calling women these kind of degrading names. As a, yeah, as a person. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's one of mine. Um, and uh, I'm assuming that, you know, you don't care if they use that terminology with you. I mean, if you're doing a rape video and someone uh -huh. calls you horrible names, you know. They do. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It just comes with the territory. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, I, I. Go ahead. Continue. No, no. no go, ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, um, it's embarrassing because I've had some people in my personal life be dicks to me because I do this job, mm. this job for money, so I am doing this, and it's embarrassing how, like, much of a failure men are at insulting me compared to the variety of insults that I receive working. <laughs> and so it's like... I'm like really like I feel like you like it's boring and I'm just like really you can't come up with anything more interesting than that yeah so um so what would your so what would you say like is the fetish so the it's, big it's no -no verbal now, abuse sort the, of or verbal, verbal, abuse, humiliation, it's verbal humiliation verbal domination and like I said I understand it mm -hmm. at no point are any of these kinks things that I'm shaming okay mm -hmm. I get it mm -hmm. and when I, one of my perspectives that's changed since the beginning of this this uh, employment yeah is I no longer kink shame yeah. I used to. Because I used to look at something like the littles, like the people who dress like babies, and I'd be like, oh, God, that's kind of disturbing. You know, uh, or like what urges do they have that they're masking that they have to take it out and do it with adults because well, they don't want to go to jail or yeah. something like that. Uh, which I found out later that, no, that's not the case. These people just have this kink. They do it with other consenting adults. Mm -hmm. And if they do it in the privacy of their own home and, and, and they're being safe, yeah. do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. 
when it goes out on video, then things change a little bit for me sometimes. And I'm not talking about the, the, the age play stuff. That's fine. Uh, the rape stuff, fine. You know, I, I, I know that, it, that it's out there. And I have a lot of friends that do it. Um, it's just things that I wouldn't do personally. Mm -hmm. But there's one that came out recently um, where uh, when, uh, certain models are doing um, mm -hmm. basically like race play fetish. Okay. But it's race humiliation. And so okay. uh, let's say a girl will set up a so camera. Fetish? So yes, so okay. a girl will set up a camera, she'll have a black man next to her dressed like a runaway slave on a chain, Okay. and she'll start just throwing the N-word out at him. And, and she's a white girl? Yeah, she's a white <laughs> girl, screaming all these racial <laughs> insults. Okay. Uh, and and who, and who's, well shit. And that's, and some, and it's a custom she got, and she's doing her job. She's, she's doing it. She's just doing her job. And so, but. Okay. But that's the thing, there's, a, I mean, here's a different parameter okay. we need to talk about, because. Yeah. I, I once woke up to a model. Okay, okay quick doggy break. Um, Sorry. But uh, yeah, Dogs. we're going back to we me waking them. up and um, and basically hearing anti-Semitic things being screamed okay. in my living room. And Great. so I went out there and I right. saw that she was recording it. Mm -hmm. And I felt kind no of... One, no one was getting stabbed. No, none at all. But I mean, yeah. and here's the thing. And that's that's this is going to be an interesting debate. Because sure. for certain people, those words are way worse than any murder that you can see. You know, it, it hits them in a place that, that's really, really dark. And a place where they've, they've battled for decades. Well, it's to a lot of, of deaths. It's not just one. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, in terms of hearing certain words, you yeah. know, the N-word, the F-word, you know, mm -hmm. and, and for Jewish people, the K-word, you know, yeah. you're making fun of the Holocaust mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And so I, you know, I didn't, I didn't get angry at the person, but I just asked her what the nature of it was. She said it was a private custom for a private customer mm -hmm. who is of Jewish descent and one of his kinks was to be humiliated for his race you know okay. and so the reason I didn't really think much on it after that yeah. even though you know I, I, I had to do some soul-searching and I was like would I ever record something like that even if it was in private and I knew that mm -hmm. it was never gonna see the light of day could I sit in front of a camera and say those words well that you would be denying um, him his fetish if you didn't True, but what the hell? To me, it's like certain Why would you do that certain kinks. To me, like I, I understand. Like, it's one of the, it would be like, hey, you can get this fetish if you can get it. Great, it's yeah. just not going to come from me because I can't okay. bring myself to say those words because I have a very long history with with observing racism in different places and, and absolutely yeah, and I've had well, yeah. encounters with skinheads and shit sure, like that in me my too. life. Yeah. And uh, and so when I saw a picture of this woman doing this scene with like a, a slave, and I was just it just hit me in the wrong way. And I mean, I'm not dissing on her but the thing is she, she it, it, those things went live they mm -hmm. went out for people to see it yeah. wasn't a private custom yeah, it was yeah. like now I'm making money off of it okay and so that's where my attitude changed a bit and like I said I'm not demonizing the person mm -hmm. that did this but for me I'm just like fuck like this okay. is gonna fuck with your career and it, it kind of has so, several of these <laughs> girls that have done this these things are now being called out on Twitter by, by black models <coughs> by Jewish models okay. um, and it's become kind of a thing where it's like what side are you on you know okay. um, this is crazy I've never heard of this before number one and if I, and if you're, you're asking me my take on it yeah like yeah. is that something that you so would my, do or my take my would take you is restricted to just like a private interaction yeah would you want people to see you saying these things so my take is that uh, society has always taken a massive shit on sex workers because they're ashamed of sex work. And sex workers have basically been abused by people who call themselves normal people 
but we like sex work doesn't exist without society if that makes sense mm -hmm. and tell me if you know whatever so so society can go fuck itself when it comes to having anything to say about sex work if that's a job that came through her pipeline well, this is and she is we're not, doing we're to, sex work, and she decided. But we're not talking about society. We're talking about the industry itself. That's what I'm saying. If she's she's doing, she is doing fetish work. This job comes down the pipeline. The price is right, and she does the job. That's about as deep as it goes for me. Mm -hmm. now, because because I understand like that in real life, not in fantasy video, and in society itself, as we live our lives. Obviously, that is its own topic, but what she did was her job. Mm -hmm. That's it. And the day that you open the door to invite people how to, to tell you how to do your job when you are your own boss, then who's the boss? Mm -hmm. So stay the fuck out of my work mm -hmm. would be my take on it. Stay the fuck out of my job if I'm going to be my own boss and this is my life and this is the job that was given to me by society then how then how are we going like how would we let society turn around and then like antagonize us for doing our job go mm -hmm. fuck yourself yeah still doing my job just doing the job and it's fetish and like I said like it's everything it's mm -hmm. anything that comes out of the mind of the human being is the job and we feed it right back to that's him. something you I just feed it back. To I you. agree with you on every single point that you said. Yeah. However, some of the fallout that happens with this is you then get uh, other companies go like, well, we don't want to work with you anymore okay. because you put out these videos and you mm -hmm. seem to have no, you know, you're very proud of the fact that you shot this stuff. That, that so, is, do you think that those companies would be in the in the right or in the wrong? For, I think. For a girl, she, a girl does her job, and then somebody else in the same industry says, "Because you did your job, I'm not going to work with you." It's the nature. It's the nature of the job. It's the nature, the nature of the, of the job. job. Also, yeah. I, I feel that both sides have the right to defend their stances. Sure. She has the right to go. Well, I did it. You yeah. know, deal with it. Yeah. And another company would be like, "I will deal with it by never mm -hmm. offering you work or cutting you For off." For sure. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. That's the other side to that coin. Anytime you do. Any kind of sex work, if you start like that girl, <laughs> like that girl's mom, if you start a feet picks yeah. only OnlyFans, and your boss finds out about those feet picks mm -hmm. and those toe rings, and that really just gets them going, and they fire you from your job, yeah. that's the consequence you have to accept. And so the fact that people are idiots, you have to accept that consequence. The fact that people like you know whatever whatever they however they decide to respond to what you did that's what you're responsible for but also as your own boss you're responsible for to yourself for dis for going ahead and accepting your own decisions as to how you're going to make money what job you're going to take making sure the price is right and, and doing the goddamn job the best of your ability that's the point is how, how much is the money worth if you are suddenly losing uh, the ability to right. to work with other So then companies. as a, so then as like a business owner if you're like okay you know what that would cut out work with this person this person this person or whatever and then we'll lose that partnership as a business owner you decide not to do that type of content because you don't want to lose partnerships mm -hmm. like that's your own decision as a business owner but I wouldn't judge either decision yeah because these women are fucking working and they're 
Like, and the work doesn't the, exist without the people who send it to them. One of the women in question, um, you know, I, I enjoy her work. I, I'm, a, I'm a big admirer of her work. I haven't worked with her yet. Now, would I hire her now uh -huh. that she's released this content? Yeah. That's a good question. Mm -hmm. This is something that was brought to me recently. And now I want you to kind of see it from my perspective okay. as a producer and not just a, a yeah. sex worker. Because I do both. I produce. With... Hire her to post on your site? No, no, just hire her to, to be a wrestler for my website. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. your site. Yeah, yeah. Right. For exactly. your, yeah, for mm -hmm. your whatever. And yeah. I'm kind of stuck in this interesting place because I think if she reached out and said, hey, I want to come work with you, I would probably probably lean towards saying yes. Uh, but at the same time, I have to take many things into consideration. I have a lot of African American uh, uh, female model friends who are in the business. And they saw this and it hit them hard. It was like... So you would lose, and as a, from a business perspective, you would lose those... Uh, and from a friendship's those, perspective. Yes, and from a personal perspective. Lose so the respect and, and lose the um, yeah. lose the, the presence sure. of, of these other models. Okay. And, um, and so that's how I view it. Where yeah. it's just like, okay, I like you a lot. I really sure. like your work, but this is gonna cost me X, Y, Z persons yeah. uh, or people. And I'm going to suddenly be down six friends because they're like, Santi, I just can't respect. Now, let me ask you this. From a moral perspective, from a moral perspective, if this woman, you know, it so happened and it all worked out that she just needed a place to shoot. And, you know, like you said, she shot it in your house. So, like, if she had told you, you know, I just need a place to shoot and I'm only going to post it on my site and we're going to, you know... The room will be unrecognizable. No one's going to know where the hell she shot it. Well, it's my room space. is pretty recognizable. Right, <laughs> it totally is. So, you know, whatever. That's why I said in this magical scenario. But in this magical scenario, if you were just giving her work in the sense that you were helping her, you were maybe, you know, you shot it for her or whatever. No one knew it was you. You created the product and she posted it on her site and fucking nobody knew any fucking different. It was just white sheets. Nobody knows who the fuck's holding the camera or who's standing behind the tripod. Um, and she's doing her job. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. In that scenario, um, from, a, from a moral standpoint, um, how, how would it be different? Well, I, I still would probably be like, you know what? You'd still be um, hesitant? I would still be like, I really don't like hearing those fucking words, honestly. Yeah. I just, uh, so if you could shoot it in your own space, that would be fine. I don't want that energy in my house okay um and and i wouldn't be rude about it i would yeah. just be like you know just just you know shoot it in your own space if, you, if that's okay yeah. with you i wasn't asked i wasn't even told that that was happening so i, I was a little upset about that yeah, yeah but yeah. then i found out through my ex-partner it's like well it's just going to be it's never going to see the light of day mm. it's just going to be just sent to the guy and i'm like yeah. okay um just I, sent to him yeah and, and, and that's the other thing too we're you're also talking about like kind of like your contribution to releasing content is it going to be released to the world or is it is it going to kind of go out there that's the thing or is it going to go directly to this client and is it going to do what what it is we all do which is create a, a you know create and, the fetish content that he wants and yes. so he can fulfill and live out his fetish yes and so as a client i'm through this conversation kind of evolving my position uh which is why i wanted to bring it up to you i wanted to get like a sounding board but um the way I look at it is, uh, if it's someone's kink and you fulfill it for them, that's fine. But when you take those clips and you release them for the world to see, my instant gut reaction isn't you're an evil person or you're a bad fetish worker. It's it's not very smart business move because it is p bad PR immediately. 
Like, right. if I if I could have talked <laughs> to this, PR. if I could have talked to this person, I'd be like, look, man, if you got to shoot this and feed your kids, yeah, you got to buy your kid penicillin. You know, you got to sure. take your. I get that. You got to buy them food. You got to take your husband out for a birthday dinner. You have no money, and you got to do this shit. Mm -hmm. I get it, but be smart and don't let the whole world know that you're doing these things because you are going to lose opportunities. You're going to be attacked by other models and other producers in the industry and, mm -hmm. and, and fans. And it's just not a smart move. You yeah. know, whether or not it's moral to you to do it, it's up to you, you know? Yeah. I mean, as a cat, if I was a literal fembot, if I thought about this as a literal fembot as a category, it's just another category. Yeah. Yeah. It is a category. It's a category. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot, a lot like, of okay, I mean, a lot of tube sites won't, won't carry that yeah, for, yeah. for obvious reasons. But, but obviously, outside of that, right? I mm. know. And they and they filter out these categories depending on what do they filter it out on? Depending on is it because they're moral or is it because they don't it's want a bad business? They don't want move. bad PR. Yeah, yep. they don't. They they are like we're allowing and do we they really give a shit. Yeah, and we live do in. They really? in we live in a very progressive time, you know, uh, really? the right wingers out there like to call it woke in a bad way, where it's like, oh, people are more <laughs> cognizant of other Wokies. cultures, uh, of, of other people's feelings, of, you know, uh, the, 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 the singer Lizzo, the rapper, is she a rap she's a singer, mm -hmm. um, and she recently, I don't know if you heard about it, but she had a lyric where she, she says something like, I feel like such a spaz, blah, 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 blah. Well, the word spaz to a lot of uh, handicapped people is a huge insult. Yeah. And this one young girl who is, I think, handicapped, she's uh, wheelchair ridden, she, she wrote to Lizzo and said, hey, that, that word really hurts me. And Lizzo said, you know what? I'm gonna re-record it and I'm gonna take that word out. And she did. And people were split down the middle on that one. Like, who are you to tell an artist what they can or cannot say? Whereas other people were like, hey man, she didn't know that that word hurt that many people. And as a black woman who knows how words can hurt, she was like, no, I'm going to be considerate and I'm going to change it because I don't want my legacy to be that I told some handicapped woman, well, fuck you, it's my art. And, uh, and so that's kind of where this lays, you know, where it's like how much of this is like, well, you're being a badass boss bitch. But that's what, what Eminem made all of his money off of mm -hmm. back in the back in the way back in the day. And he ended up having to kind of apologize for mm -hmm. it. But so. he, he definitely made lots of money off of being like, fuck you, this is my art, like mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. But the he's a white man. Him, yeah. And she had to apologize. Well, she uh, chose to. She chose yeah. to because, honestly, if Lizzo had said no, I mean, I appreciate what you've said, but I'm, I'm just going to keep the right. lyrics. I don't think anybody would really killed her career. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she was like, and I, I, at first I was like, did you really have to change it? But I was Back like, no, PR. that's kind of cool. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of, you know, if someone, now if someone came to me and said, like, I've had many people come It just like, means that she has a heart and she understands that people of different abilities need, uh, they need to feel safe when they listen to her music. And as an artist, mm -hmm. I'm sure, and because she's a, a good woman with a, with a beautiful heart, she also was like, no, I want my art to be safe be for these people who yeah. I also love, which is correct. You should, you know, you should probably, as an artist, I mean, not try to harm people with your art, but people do. I don't know. It's yeah. whatever. But it's still kind of different. It's weird because we're in a space of doing, creating, creating for money. So it's business and it's art. So I feel that we can both agree yeah, that together. releasing this stuff to the public is just a bad idea. Um, yeah, it's a bad idea. Okay, so we, we can meet yeah. there in the middle. Because I, <laughs> yeah. I can't bring myself to say those things on camera. It's a bad idea. Like, I can't bring yeah. myself to say those things on camera. I, I used to, I wrestled guys for a different company. I've had one guy who was a good uh, a wrestling partner where we did a lot of videos together. And he was telling me about his secret kinks where he liked to get a, a woman, a dominatrix, and do sessions with her where she would just call him the F word over and over and over again. Make fun of the fact that he was gay. And just humiliate the fact that he liked boys, that he liked to suck dick, that he liked to take things up the ass, blah, blah, blah. 
and that was his king. Yeah. It was it was being humiliated for who he was. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, I get it. That's cool. Mm -hmm. If you can find that action from a woman who respects you, <clears throat> then yeah. do it. You know, don't go to a racist who's going to get off on doing it mm -hmm. and saying it. Yeah. And the ability to sit there and say those words with that much conviction and point to this black man who's dressed like a runaway slave, I was like, oof, man, that is something. You, I mean, unless you give me a billion dollars and you guarantee me that, even then, I don't even know if I'd do it. I'd be like, oh, yeah. fuck, that's out there. You know? Yeah, you can talk about the idea of different things all day long, but at the end of the day, like my very selfish perspective is that if we're doing it and the woman is safe or whoever, the actor, actress, actor, the actors are safe and the person that they're giving the service to is safe, um, you know, that's no one's really being harmed if this is at the request of the client that's their fetish if they're doing an experiment and they decide afterwards I don't like that mm -hmm. then they have every right to just never order that custom again or that session and or I whatever it is but but it's very I feel like it's I feel like it's so dangerous to start policing mm -hmm. um, because and no one's really like there's enough she's not canceled by yeah, any means yeah. like she's still getting work she's, yeah. she's like I said if she came to me I would have to really think about and it and that's the thing she always will because oh, our yeah. work comes from this society yeah. that tries to cancel us that's where we get our work from it's and the a beautiful most woman, hilarious a beautiful thing in the woman world. in the business you know yeah. there's, there's a, it takes a lot for someone to, to really you know cancel a porn star or, sure. or, a, or a fetish star yeah uh, one other case uh, that, that came forward that I, I definitely didn't budge on was the case of a model that I worked with who uh, was, it was discovered that she had shot um, uh, animal torture porn, mm -hmm. where she was literally killing animals on, on camera. She and, was literally killing yeah, animals? Like, okay, that's, that's not, that's real life then. Mm -hmm. That's not acting. She was being filmed, performing sex acts while strangling animals, shooting them with BB guns, listening okay, to their- Okay, so she was just recording violence. Yeah. Like yeah, actual, that's not that's yeah. not working. That's recording. I mean, it is working, but I like you're talking about like that. So like, there's the difference. Would you create a snuff film? Yeah, I'd create a snuff film. Would you murder someone for the camera? No, that's fucking real. Like snuff, you know what I do? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I would. I could. I could fulfill a fetish and act it out because that's the job. Like as and it's an consenting actress, beings. not act, not yeah. actually take the action, but like yeah, pretending or whatever. Like, but but actually. I'm not ever going to actually kill someone in real life. I'm never going to actually, I'm very polite to people. Like I'm not going to insult someone to their face in real life. Like someone asked for directions and I was like, I think I, as they were walking away and I like yelled the street name at them. And then I got, and I was like, Oh my God, I just yelled at a stranger. Like, <laughs> I was like, you know, like I'm not ever going to do that in real life, but like, that's different. Mm -hmm. That's a freaking crime. Yeah. Yeah, and she didn't go to jail because it was right whole, outside of the yeah. This whole hate hate speech thing, it is a, it is a crime. So technically, it, it's a weird gray area, like that crosses over. And yet, we do like we use so much abuse, verbal abuse in all of our films. Like when you oh, do yeah, the yeah. dominate, yeah. like yeah, and and we do you know. So, but there's a fine but line hate between, speech is different. And so that's what we, I had a conversation with an uh, with, with a um, a person of color who mm -hmm. was also who was a model. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we talked about it on the phone. We kept sending each other little messages about it. And mm -hmm. she had, you know, her perspective was different because you know those words are they mean something completely different to her. And you know, it's one of those things you lose respect for the for the model. You don't want to work with her ever again, so on and so forth. But with the animal torture thing. That was something where I literally was like, okay, I can't work with this dogs? person. What's wrong with I that? I can't work yeah. with 
anybody who does that. Yeah. Uh, so and but he, but much to my earlier point, she's still making money. I mean, there's people out there who d- don't give a fuck. They're just like, like, oh, you're hot. Well, guess what? I'm still gonna hire you. Yeah, because and that's what I'm saying. Like you know, um, people play with those snakes, those big fluffy snakes. They mm. play with big teddy bears. Yeah, yeah. Stab Plushy. a teddy bear, bitch. Pl- yes. Yeah, don't yeah. fucking hurt a real dog. Yeah. Like what is wrong? Or it with was you? there were small animals like gerbils and rabbits and stuff like that. That's so weird. Still really, really, really bad. Oh. Um, like so, she like it's still like Marilyn Manson did that on stage, didn't he? Uh, I don't know. Didn't he know. kill chickens at a show? No, or like, I think who that was, was the metal that was, guy that, that was Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy like, Osbourne biting the heads off of bats and shit like that. Okay, but I so think it was Ozzy Osbourne has done this. Yeah, I think it was a dead. And no bat one on said stage. a thing about him doing that. I think it was already dead. Was she was she canceled for this? Oh hell no. Oh, it was already dead. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't like a, oh that's different. I could be wrong. So once again, email me if I'm wrong yeah, about yeah, Ozzy. Yeah. I, I haven't followed that too too much. If but there's yeah. any guy at a metal show that's done a real murder of an animal on stage because he's trying to be like real cool um like that's kind of the same thing that she's doing honestly yeah. and it's both to me are unacceptable yeah it's um, gross. on top of that not- uh it, it i think you would really have to work hard as a beautiful model to be canceled completely like i think if because yeah. if, i mean there's literally women men who are pining after you know casey anthony who is a woman who who killed her own daughter. I follow mugshot shoddies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's guys who are literally like, oh man, she needs to open her, her own OnlyFans page, you know? Oh, yeah. uh, I think there's were... some porn stars that have some mugshots, but yeah, I but get But this it. woman killed her own daughter and she was like being offered $250,000 to be on cover of like Hustler or some shit like that. You know, it's yeah. like, because she was hot. Because she's hot. And mm. so that threw me where I was like, fuck, if you're, if you're a beautiful woman and you could... And be... this is the society that, this is what I'm saying. You don't let these motherfuckers tell you how to do your job. But if it's obviously, if it's harming anyone, any animal or a person for real, mm-hmm. um, and then the whole hate speech thing is, it's weird because so, it's speech, but it's not phys- bringing physical harm. It's illegal, but it's, this is this guy's fetish. It's a bizarre gray area. Yeah. And it's also this woman's job or whatever, whoever, woman or man, it's just their job to them. Yeah. So this means something different to everybody involved. Yeah. So, yeah, as long as everyone's consenting, great. And if you're doing something that's racially offensive, I would just suggest just don't release it for public use. Yeah. You know, I mean, I wouldn't do it. If someone asked me, like, you know, uh, would you ever be able to sit in front of a camera and say those words? No, probably, probably wouldn't be able to do it. I wouldn't be able to, like, kind of be happy with myself if I did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a difference between me and, let's say, another person. But, yeah, um, uh, yeah. Uh, and I could be speaking from a place, a place of privilege. You know, I haven't been hard up, that hard up for money where I've had to do that kind of content. Um, and I don't know if she was or if she just did it because it was just another paycheck. But, um, but yeah, I, I really don't think I'd be able to hire her just because I have so much respect for a lot of the models that I work with that were just extremely offended and hurt by that. So I'd have to probably take a hit and be like, And let yeah, us yeah. remember, while we talk about this chick shooting gerbils and torturing non-consenting creatures, animals yeah. and creatures and torturing them, I mean, once again, she wouldn't have been doing that unless there's some people out there getting off to it. Yeah. So it's like, who fed... Who fed us this situation directly? Oh, they're all in the Who bad... Who raised yeah. this spoon to our mouths? They're all in a bad place for me. Society did. All those people out there in society who are, you know, your grandpa or your aunt or whoever it is, that you have no idea who the fuck this person is. Oh, so happens that they actually have this little fetish. Mm-hmm. So it's like, who gets to then turn around and come back and tell us how to do the job? Yeah. You know, it's tough. It's a weird, it's a very it's a weird, weird situation. area to talk through. It's a weird through. situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So, so that 
taking those extremes, uh, when I look at those, is why I don't feel so bad when someone tries to. I've, I've had emails in the last you know couple of years where you know every once in a while someone writes and says like what you do is disgusting and you're glorifying violence and you know uh, you're glorifying women battery you know like you know beating mm -hmm. up women and and I just have to turn around and be like hey man this is literally just role play. It's a kink. It's a it's a kink for people. No one's actually getting hurt. We're taking, we're cutting, we're having a, a blast shooting. Basically, what is the equivalent of like playing cops and robbers, you know? Um, and but no, no. But this is what I'm saying. Like, y y you know, you're just a shopkeeper selling the people their cuts of meat that mm -hmm. they come to the grocery store for. It's what you're doing. You know, this is you're just doing your job. It's not even that complicated. Mm -hmm. It's not even that complicated that you would even have to explain this shit to him. Yeah. It's like, this is my job. Yeah. I don't know. It's, but yes, all of the, well, what you said as well, but it's just you're being extremely accommodating by over explaining it even that much. Oh, and I'm not even idiot. explaining to them. I'm just yeah. kind of talking to myself. Well, yeah, I mean, but you know, I'm sure you've had to do this, like, mm -hmm. had to explain it to these people and over respond like this. Yeah, I had one girl that worked this for us. Uh, I had this, uh, a model that worked for us who's still a good friend of mine, uh, but she shot some of the sleepy stuff here and mm -hmm. later on she straight up was like Santi honestly that stuff was really creepy to me it felt very rapey mm -hmm. it felt very like here I am unconscious and someone's touching me without my consent and I'm, I'm shooting the scene it just felt very rapey to her mm -hmm. and she was like can we just shoot stuff that's more wrestling and, and yeah. you know maybe superhero stuff and you know and, and no fondling so everyone has that line where it's like this makes me uncomfortable but to your point like that still shouldn't make you a cop that's gonna suddenly bar other people from, from shooting that content. Now you can remove yourself from the situation. I just think that it's, well, I just think that the, the overreaction and the, um, uh, it, don't immediately marry two things that are not married to each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, you're right in, in, in this arena, but over here in this arena, it's maybe not that complicated. It might be just real simple. It might just be like, I mean, it is, but it isn't because it's the, the person's life and the society that they lived in that maybe formulated these kinks. I mean, yeah. they were born that way. We don't fucking know. And how much of it is it our job to give a shit? Mm -hmm. Like how you arrived to this place that you have this kink. How much of that is my responsibility when I have nothing to do with it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's kind of why I'm very okay with what I do for a yeah, it's campy. It's fun. Yeah. You know, I get to put, uh, I get to create my own boundaries. Mm -hmm. You know, if someone wants me to do like we did the the next snap thing. You're getting stabbed in the throat. You're getting your throat sliced. But it's so light and campy. There's no blood. You know, there's no fucking the throat hole when you're dead. There's uh, these things that <laughs> things that I probably would never want to shoot. Yeah. Well, I've seen other companies do it. And I'm sure. just like more power to them. You know, <laughs> like I've seen the ones that some of the companies you've worked for, where they literally are like, you know, cutting a girl's throat while they're fucking her, and yeah. like, you know, sticking their dicks in their mouths while she's uh, dead. And, yeah. And so. Yeah, I just did one like that. Yeah, I just did one on the. It was hilarious because there was these two raccoons on the wall. There two coons on the wall, and we were having a death fetish on the couch. Oh my god. <laughs> and I was like, there's fighting coons up there. It's fighting coons down here. <laughs> I'm, I love it. I have a good time. I love it. Like mounted The more blood, the merrier. What? Like oh, he, he got, the, yeah, they were like, a, what a, you know, like Cap the. Taxidermy? Yeah, taxidermy uh, ra raccoons. Taxidermy coons. But yeah, it, yeah, I know what you mean. Just cut to the raccoon during the, during the rape scene. <laughs> keep cutting back. Coco and the coons. Get artistic with it. You know? <laughs> um, Let's go. The, what he's trying to say here is that the blood it's just, just a, squirting that, everywhere. That, that we're all animals. <laughs> and then who's the real animal here? Is it this raccoon or the man? <laughs> 
fucking this just woman's like throat slowly hole. slowly feed the dildo uh, into one of the raccoon's mouths. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, he's dead. I know, exactly. <laughs> Were any animals harmed in the making of this? Uh, not, no, no, not during, really. Not no, during the making of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, and then there's other, you know, there's other more general uh, kinks that some women won't do. Like, the, uh, I, like some women literally would be like, oh, I'll pee on someone, but I'm not going to take a shit on camera. You know, stuff like that. Is that something that you, like, you, was there a price on that where you're like, uh, pay me X amount, I'll take a shit on camera? Yeah. Yeah. I figured you'd say yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, if, like, an oil chic DMs me and offers me several million dollars, no, I'll be like... there's this Nigerian prince who yeah, wants to yeah, give me this six Nigerian million dollars prince. to shit on camera. <laughs> and I'm like, what did you, did you say? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Like, the more ridiculous and, and disconcerting it is to my person to perform that act, um, the higher the price goes. Uh -huh. But if the price is right, and I'm like, you know what, fuck it. You know, did you say $200 million? Well, shit. Mm -hmm. Well, shit. I'm set for life. <laughs> you got a shit? Yeah. yeah. Let's go. I mean, I, and see, and that's one of the ones where I would definitely take it for, yeah, yeah you, you pay me a million dollars, I'll take a shit on camera. Yeah, exactly. I might even do it. Exactly. I might even do it at the curb. And, and so at, at that, like, you just have to find that place for all of it. At what point is that a good price and this just becomes a job? Mm -hmm. That's what we do. That's what we do, and that's yeah. what we decide. A billion dollars, I'll do it at a Walmart. Yeah, you know? yeah, dude. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go do it in front of the, you know, you know, in front of the White House. I'll, I'll get, I'll just use that money to pay my bail. I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, Your Honor, I just really had to go. You know? <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, no. So uh, that's good. Okay, so that's it's interesting to, to hear those perspectives. And, and like I said, I agree with yeah. you on pretty much everything you said. It's I just, just think that everyone does have a, a point. They have a price point for everything, uh, you know. But. At the same time, a price point for for everything, and then to keep that in a moral box, like as long as it doesn't actually bring physical harm to any person or animal, like you know exactly. what I mean. Like, this you is the job. Even for a million dollars, I wouldn't kill an animal on camera. Yeah, just, yeah, that's happen. that's not. It's not even, in me to do that. Yeah, that's not. Uh, that's not cool. And uh, and yeah, so okay, well, fuck. But yeah. good talk on that one. <laughs> um, that was we, fun. Yeah, I like good, it. Good times. Um, yeah. Put on but... your overalls and get to work. God damn it! <laughs> Are there bend any... over and shit on those chests. <laughs> Cleveland steamers, baby. <laughs> Let's go. There was actually a guy who had a steamship uh, tattooed on his chest that said the SS Cleveland, mm -hmm. and I, you know, it was like, why? Oh, oh, it's a Cleveland steamer on your chest. I get it. <laughs> That's really good. Very nice. Um, but uh, are there any kinks out there that you haven't tried that, that you know of that you're like, I really want to give that a shot before I, I, you know, retire in the future? I haven't done bubble popping. I tried to do bubble like a... Bubble or balloon? Oh, sorry. Balloon popping. Yeah, balloon popping. Galoss. Yes. Galoss. Once Listen, again, Galoss is a balloon Galoss. girl. Yeah. She, she'd be happy to hire you for that. Yeah. Um, and then I think... We talked about oh my god the messy fetish. Okay, oh, splashing and, we and were wet talking messy. about splashing and yes, this is something that I have not tried. I would love to try smashing cupcakes, smashing pies in the face, smashing cakes, mm -hmm. like just squeezing them through my fingers and my hands and maybe smearing them all over a, a lovely consenting uh, partner who like. You know, obviously, we would make sure that it's all clean and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But um, put down some Dexter sheets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's hilarious, and I love like, I don't know. I joke around all the time that like, people, because people always ask me like, you know, they're in my personal life. They're like, 
you have an OnlyFans, when are you going to start one or whatever? And I'm like, yeah, I'm totally going to start a fish slapping OnlyFans, and that's going to be it. And people are going to be like, why doesn't she do superhero and fetish? And I'm like, fuck you, I just want to get slapped by fishes. <laughs> what are your thoughts on, on, um, on actually starting an OnlyFans page? Because I honestly think you would make some mad bank. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm trying to suss that out, and, and I'm hoping to get that started by the end of the year. Um, like but, I had one for my, my, my wrestling persona and I had a good amount of followers and I'm yeah. a dude, you know, like it's, yeah. there's a, there's a mark for everybody, you know? I just needed to arrange like all of the connects in my life where I needed some things to line up so that I could have easy access to, um, to the people that I needed to sort of get that started and, and the right people. And I feel like I have like found them and I'm really happy about it. So I'm, I'm going to. I'm gonna hopefully get some things going by the end of the year, and I'm excited. It'll be fun. Oh. I'm gonna, I just want it to be a good time. Uh, I did take a few questions from from a, a couple of fans through email. Okay, let's um, go. The, fans. The ones that are a member. There's only a few, but uh, in terms of the sleepy fetish, how yeah. Much of well, that, what kind of fans are we talking about? First uh, of all, just fans. Which of, ones? Just fans of, of whatever we post on okay. Twitter. And, okay. Okay. Uh, if like announce like, hey, there's gonna be a podcast. Throw some questions at us. Great. Um, what are um, What's uh, how does sleepy fetish fall into your own personal kinks? Is that something that you find personally exciting, or is this much like the death fetish is just a job that you you have fun doing? Okay, it does kind of um, because I love getting a massage and getting like oiled up, and it, well, obviously doesn't? you get kind of <laughs> sleepy, but it's hot, you know, and and it's like so if there's a massage involved, then to to yes to a degree I do enjoy the whole sleepy thing. So if so if the clip was sleepy action and then you take you get massage nice while you're mas I just get a nice deep tissue massage. Wow. Oh Haley, and it has to be a real it has to be a good one. But yes, that would turn that would kind of turn me on. So massage there is me. It would make guys. me very it's very um very erotic. It would make me very happy. I've yes. seen a lot of clips like that. There's been a lot of like girl <laughs> goes to the massage therapist, yes. falls asleep on the uh on the thing, and then the yeah, guy starts spoiled. to kind of have fun with her or whatever. So that's mm -hmm. what, that's t totally a thing. Yes. Um, Massage the brat baby. <laughs> Massage her. Well, shit. This has been a great catch-up. Um, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we can talk about. Oh, do, were there more questions from the fans? Uh, that's the only one I really remember. Yeah. Um, that, that, that was if the, I was ready for anything because we were just talking about heinous If the shit. combat and the wrestling turn you on, <laughs> but mostly is it the sleepy stuff that turns yeah. you on. Uh, when you are wrestling uh, and you're in a fighting, uh, you're in a, a position of dominance versus a position of, of losing, jobber versus heel, mm -hmm. which one of those appeals to you personally more? Oh, God. Losing is so easy and being dominant is so much work. So, um, I, I would say, like I said before, I get excited when I get a chance to be the villain. So if I'm an evil, dominating person and I get to like pull out that diva, that cackling, operatic, theatrical diva and and uh, rain down my fury, mm -hmm. that is really fun. Because to me at this point, I have been like the, the is it the heel? The, the heel's a bad yeah. guy, yeah. Well, no, I've been, well, I've just been the superheroine. See, I, the I think in terms yeah. of superheroine and villain, and you're jobber and heel. Jobber and heel, yeah. Yeah, but like, yes, I've been, I've, I've been on the receiving end so much that it's kind of boring at this point. 
And yet, I, and yet, it is very fun to be that lazy. It's lazy. It's lazy. Well, you, you do get to beat me up tomorrow, so we'll we'll get, get to see a bit up. of your heel side. Yeah. And we'll see how that works out. And you okay. did a, you did a couple of good heel turns this week. Uh, and that's the thing. I'm because I'm not that good at it, or haven't done it that much. I'm not that good at it, but I want to get better at it. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. No. Well, so far what I've seen, you you've done great. Like just the <laughs> shit talking and like the body <laughs> language is a big thing. You know. I need to release my evil side. It's not easy for everybody. There's uh, there's one woman I worked with. She, she wouldn't mind if I named her uh, the lovely Rachel Adams, where we were doing a custom where she got to dominate um, a new girl completely. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Santi, I don't know what to say. And I'm like, no, just kind of talk shit. She's like, Santi, I don't talk shit. I'm an I'm extreme power submissive. She's like, she is, she takes bondage that you look at it and you're like, oof, that is intense. Like, she has a high pain tolerance. Oh, uh, she's very much a... kind of like me. Yeah, but she's very much into being dominated as a, almost like a lifestyle. Uh -huh. uh, and I think when we did the video, she just didn't seem comfortable in her own skin it's initially. Weird. And so yeah, I had to yeah. talk her through it and be like, okay, yeah. well, say this, uh, yeah. you know, be loud here, be quiet here, you know? Yeah. And it made me realize just how intricate and how difficult it is to be a convincing bad guy. You know? Yeah, a convincing dom. Mm -hmm. It's I mean you you gotta make them respect you. You gotta you have to do so many things. Um, but like um, I've I've been there where she how she felt. I, I know exactly how she felt. I know exactly that feeling, and I have felt it before. And when I came to that moment when I was like, oh, I don't know how to do this. Ah. Mm -hmm. Then I got annoyed with myself and I was like, bitch. So what? So then you're just like, like, come on, like, let's go. Like you are, this is what you always do. You always go, oh, I don't know. And then you throw up your hands and you get humiliated. <laughs> like, no, this is your turn. It's in there. I know it's in there. And so I've had times when I froze and I was like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to be mean. And then I was, then I tried being soft instead and that didn't really feel right either. And I was like, no, it's in there. I can pull this shit it's, out. I'm, I got this. I can be, I think it's because... <laughs> I have a switch in me a little bit. I'm more of a switch, but I tend to be more dominant with women. And when I'm wrestling the men, mm -hmm. I tend to be, I lose myself more in the losing the part. You okay. know, because it's like, yeah. if it's someone who knows what they're doing, I'm like, and I trust them. I'm like, okay, definitely dominate me, put mm -hmm. me in all these holds, you know, pick me up, drop me. And it's way more exhilarating for me. I don't know if it's just because I, what I grew up watching yeah. male versus male wrestling as a kid. And I was like, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, how cool would it be to be like the loser in this situation? Yeah. You know? Um, so it's always been split down the middle for me, but it made me really good at both, you know, like yeah. I, I'm really good at, at talking shit. I'm really good at being physically controlling and make sure that you're safe, mm -hmm. uh, while still making it a very power dynamic shoot. Yeah. Whereas if I'm losing to you, I can pour it on thick, you know, so yeah. it's, it's nice to have that ability to just kind of go back and forth. Yeah. Um, but you did, you're doing great. Like I, yeah, I, yeah, I think it, you were telling me to feed you lines earlier, but I'm like, no, you've got this. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and I, I don't know, I, I can try to be kind of funny or whatever, or humiliating, but I'm still working on all of it. And it kind of, you're right, like, it depends on the vibe and how alpha, the vibe of whoever it is you're working for you, no matter what their gender is, like, uh, it, how alpha they are, or how how submit, submissive they may be, can kind of mess, or their personality, it's all chemistry, so it's like some people will kind of bring that out in you, and you're like, oh, like like fuck you and you fight back or like more like dominating them or you just um allow them to dominate you because they it just clicks i don't know it just depends on how it clicks with that person sometimes yeah no yeah. very true uh and you've been someone who has um you know you're up there and i, I, I don't want to like you know fucking blow smoke up your ass but it's very true you're in my personal like top five uh performers in terms of enjoying your work watching you on set 
getting into the character, really delivering performances where you're not just half-assing it. You know, you're yeah. always like wanting to give the hundred percent. And you stop, you ask questions, yeah. you make suggestions. Wouldn't it be better if we do this and that? And I'm, and, and you know, I love that. I love it when someone's creatively, uh, you know, turned on by, yeah. by the process. Yes, and that is. Oh my God, you just said it, that's it. Creatively turned on. Mm -hmm. And that's even where, like, when the, you talk about policing coming in, that's kind of what I'm defending in a sense. Mm -hmm. Let's stay creatively turned on. And, like, whatever the fuck it is, like, don't fuck with our vibe while we work. But at the same time, if it fucks with your vibe while you work, you do have the right to say no to it. You know? You always do. But, you know, is it wrong if it you know, didn't fuck with someone else's and they were just doing their job, whatever. Like, well, that's their business, honestly. But, um, yeah, it, like, it, it, I always try to stay turned on. And when I'm not turned on, which has been, especially after, like, shooting for 15 days in a row the last, last month, I, um, I was tired at the end of that little stretch just because of whatever. And I was, I was kind of turning off and I was like, I don't, I don't really enjoy this right now. Yeah. And, th and then I was kind of like, well, it's rare that I feel that way. So honestly, next time I'll just not do that. Like, I'll just space my shoots out and, but stay turned on. I was going to ask yeah. that. Like, have there been any shoots where you're like, uh, I mean, I'm doing the job, but this isn't really fun. Like, I think that, um, I can get overstimulated when, um, if I'm not in a good headspace, I can get over, like, I can feel kind of overwhelmed a little bit and then um and then it kind of just turns my personality down and it just turns everything down and I just need to rest at least I need to chill out for a minute yeah you know what I mean just get that it's just like time. anything else yeah I just get a little bit like okay like and and I think it's probably a lot of it has to do with me being an introvert as well like socially probably worn out as well um, sometimes you just need a little bit of time and then we can just like go back to that creative space. I'm huge into with other people. But I mean, yeah. one of the things I when, when my partner and I started to date, I, I had to tell her, I'm like, there's certain days where I just need to kind of be alone. Mm -hmm. I need to kind of experience solitude and, yeah. and recenter everything, you know, yeah. like kind of just meditate and be comfortable being alone in your own mm -hmm. skin in a silent room, you know, yeah. just kind of like, and that's it's very therapeutic. Yeah, because um, we deal with a lot of different people's energies. And we're all working. We're working hard. We're doing our jobs, mm -hmm. trying to make it fun. But yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And there's um, uh, I'm I'm not feeling burned out this week, or, or you know, I have a lot of shoots. I have shoots with you, and I'm going to take a small two day break, and then I have a shoot with Irene Silver, who's fucking fantastic. And uh, like I'm shooting all the way through November, and there's moments where I do feel the burnout, where I'm just yeah. like, fuck, am I am I putting myself through the ringer? Uh, but what I do to fix that is I make sure that I only allow myself to choose custom scripts that I know are going to be stimulating, like mm -hmm. at least uh, intellectually or, or physically where I'm like, okay, this is going to make me, you know, kind of work hard, try new things. Um, that's why all the customs that we have for you this week, I kind of just cultivated them where I was like, yeah. oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Yes. Seeing you versus Mia doing a pro style match would yes. be great. Uh, you and me doing a pins match, fantastic. Uh, you versus Anne Marie doing you know awesome stuff to do on, on Thursday like I, those things I was so happy to get them so even if I feel like I'm like burned out or, or at least tired when I'm in the mat room like all that goes away you know it's like okay for the next two hours I'm gonna have a blast and which then is, 
you yeah. can go lay down. <laughs> yeah, when, which is also a good business move because if you space it out, you give yourself the time to be creative, you don't like, you know, get worn down, then you are going to create better content because your energy is going to be there and you're creatively turned on. So mm -hmm. it's like you're going to, like, the, just the quality of your work and your ability to put a, a thousand percent of yourself into it. It's like it's just always gonna be better because if like if you're if you're doing it, you might as well do it the best of your ability. Yeah. yeah. So I, don't, I try not to half-ass anything, even if it's yeah. a if it's a. a kink and people I, will see that. If it's They'll a kink I don't it. necessarily understand, mm -hmm. I try really hard to understand it. Yeah, I'll and that's success. Yeah, I'll yeah. email people and be like, "Hey, man, I really don't understand how you want me to shoot this. Would you like this kind of camera angle? You know, what would you like the girls to say? You know, is there something specifically that you want?" And the clients are usually really happy to hear that and they're just like oh you really care that you're doing it the way that I want to see it um, and that's why we get return customers where people are like your camera angles your attention to detail uh, I had one producer who was in the room with me watching me work and he was like you direct really well like mm -hmm. you're very Tilly McGreese who's, who's uh, one of my favorite people she was like Santi you're, you're one of the best directors I've ever worked with yeah. because you're patient you're calm you definitely know how to uh, to tell people basically have the words, the correct words to instruct people to, to get the reactions right. You don't lose your patience, you don't get frustrated, uh, you take breaks, you're very much like, oh, I, I'm in a safe, a safe place, you know? Mm -hmm. And I love hearing that kind of shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because you give a shit. You give a shit about being precise with your job because this is your life and it is your job. You're doing it to the best of your ability. Like that is, I mean, at the end of the day, it's our lives and, and you know, I don't know. It's just wonderful. It's really wonderful. And I love it's seeing... It's fucking wonderful to do this I love for a seeing living. people like you who take such joy in it because it makes me happy that you're happy. Yeah. And when I see other producers who put passion into it, people like Callie Logan. <laughs> so much fun, uh, dude. Callie Logan, Hannah Perez, Sin Sage, uh, Rick from Femme Wrestling Rooms, you know, our buddy DJ, uh, where you can tell that they're just, they're putting so much work and joy mm -hmm. into it that the product is just shinier and brighter, you mm -hmm. know? It's like, oh, these people are having a good time. You know, they're yeah. really wanting to make this a, a great, great clip. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so on that note, uh, we're gonna go ahead and plug some stuff, not in a oh, sexual yeah. way, um, but... Uh, but we have ideas, <laughs> if you need any DMs. Yes, we, we got some actual plugs in the house. Yeah. Um, but, uh, okay, so let's talk about your new Twitter account. Oh, yeah. Oh, you shoot. are uh, fetish underscore Coco yes. on Twitter. Yes, I am. And you just started your um, profile, what, last night? Um, yes, I did last night. And as of right now, I have 215 followers. And oh, I, you guys. I think, I don't even know, I think it's been just exactly like 24 hours. Well, it's going to go up, I promise. Uh, <laughs> what are you, uh, are you anywhere else uh, that anyone can find you? Or do you want to just kind of keep it on Twitter <clears throat> for now? Um, yeah, I have an OnlyFans but there's nothing on it right now okay so watch my twitter and when i start like posting content on that platform or any other platform of course i will make an announcement so but for right now yeah. you can you can say hi on twitter if you wanna it's twitter.com mm -hmm. forward slash fetish underscore coco and you can find her there as for our stuff as always uh our pay site is skwppb.com free stuff we have a lot our free stuff at sleeperkidsworld.com. We also have sensuallysavageproductions.com. Uh, and if you want to find my male versus male and the more sensual mixed stuff, you can go to uh, twitter.com forward slash 
D, uh, wait, what is it? Oh shit, is it DTJ? I think it's D-Prods, D-P-R-O-D-S for Danny, which is the alternate character who will be fighting Coco tomorrow and probably getting his ass kicked. We want you to, to just send us all of your, um, if you have a picture of a boxing glove, of your boxing gloves, we want to see that. <laughs> So send that to me. DM well, me a picture of your boxing gloves if you have them. You heard it first, guys. Boxing gloves. <laughs> Retweet the, it. Key to this woman's heart. Um, also, or send your punching us. bag. <laughs> we are shooting up until November. I'm gonna make a. I was gonna cut it off in November, but I think I'm gonna take one or two specific shoots. So if you has, if you have any custom ideas, feel free to throw them at me. I am sleeperkid at yahoo.com. We love bringing your fantasies to life and doing it right. Uh, and if Coco's around, uh, we're going to try to get her back next year, uh, to come back early next year, because we have a, a flight credit we need to cash in. Um, and hopefully your neck will be feeling better. Yes, I hope so too. And we can do some crazier shit. Yes. But right now, what we're doing this week, I'm looking forward to it. There's so many different themes and, and, and styles of scripts that you guys have sent, and you've been so creative uh, with the content. And it just feeds us. Um, creatively, and we, we love it. So just yeah. keep keep sending us your your scripts. We'll keep making. Give them. us the crazy shit. Give us the crazy shit. Give it to us. Um, but in the meantime, we're, uh, we're gonna say good night. Uh, special thanks to Coco for making this a great podcast. Thank you so much. And we look forward to doing it again. So for now, in a very sexy voice, tell the people good night. Good night. I don't know if that was really. We try it again. <laughs> good night. No, that's cheesy. God, it's <laughs> awful. I hate it. I'm I'm trying. Good night. That works for me, guys. <laughs> All right. Good night and have a pleasant tomorrow. Bye.